You're listening to Wake Up Springfield with Alex Bryant, News Director Don Luzader, and Producer Cass Bowen Anderson on 93.3 and AM 560 KWTO. Little Dave Matthews Band at 730, never heard anyone. That's the deal there. Hey, when I was traveling around our district when I was running for Congress, I met a lot of interesting people that did a lot of intriguing and interesting jobs. Um, went to farmers and saw their operations and business people and people that are making a living and honest living here in the Ozarks in Southwest Missouri. One of those guys I met was Dave Ewing and he does a job that, uh, and, and has a business that all of us every single day we are encountering, um, his business. He's, um, Ewing signal construction. And so I want to talk with him. So welcome officially to the show, Mr. Dave Ewing. How are you this morning, sir? Doing great. It's warm in here, so it's uh it's a lot better than being outside working on a traffic signal. So thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So so you do you do traffic signals? Correct. Yes, we uh, stall them from the ground up. We work collaboratively with Modot and the city of Springfield, and uh, a lot of them that uh, Don Luzader has on the morning when he's giving you the updates is uh, ones that we've put up, installed, and maintained. Well, there you go. I've always wondered, um, um, you know, uh, how those are timed, you know, because I know that that's a whole art in and of itself uh, between the city and MoDOT and stuff like that, and and the timing of those traffic signals. That's probably the thing that drives the people the craziest. Yeah. They set they set a stoplight for five minutes, and I'm like, ah, I highly doubt that. It just seems it like seems it. like it. It seems sometimes. <laughs> so we, do, you, do you guys like? And I mean. Do you guys program the timing and stuff like that, or who does that? We do not. The engineers at the mm-hmm. respective agency give us the time, and they'll either put it in or we have our own uh, uh, signal techs that can put it in for them. But somebody comes up with the sequence of the time, and uh, there's so a lot that goes behind the scenes. Technically, you could go in there and like reprogram one if you wanted to. I mean, you got that expertise is what I hear you say with that. Technically, <laughs> yes. Okay, so this is kind of intriguing to me because I all until I met you, it was a year or two ago, I thought that like Missouri Department of Transportation did the traffic lights. I thought they owned them, operated them. But you're a privately owned company. That's what I'm hearing you say. Correct. Yes, us and about forty five, forty seven employees, and we we're the ones that build them. How did you get into that? Like you know, <laughs> that is I graduated from Missouri State in 1997, and there was an ad on the board for a for a job, and uh, that's all I've ever done since I graduated. Like, how did you go? How did you think to build? Like I, 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 like I don't even know. Like the average person, did you know? I'm wondering, did you know, Don, that like that was a the private company? I thought it was all the government stuff. I mean, yeah. no, I did too. Uh, so, so that's handy to know. I did not know that. Um, I know a lot of people, uh, you know, have also questions. And again, this may not be your area of expertise because it's city law. But I think a number of people. Uh, maybe me included, kind of speed up and we have to see a yellow light instead of slow down so we can make it through okay. the intersection. But the way I understand the law in Springfield is that you have to enter the intersection before it turns red in order to be, like, legal. Does that sound right? That sounds right. Again, we just put them up. I know, we'll, let, I we'll, know. Let, we'll let back the blue handle that part. <laughs> Don's trying to get out of a ticket yeah, or something. Don, right no, 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 never, never. I'll no. have to tell you the same thing I tell all of the other people I talk to. 
Red, yellow, green, and yellow does not mean go faster. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, Don's trying to get out of a ticket or something. I mean, he's like, he's, the intriguing job's like, Don's trying to get intriguing information. Well, let me just say this. One of my, we were talking about pet peeves the other day. One of my pet peeves is people who blatantly run red lights. Because right. I've seen it happen. The lights change, and they're just, like, going through, and that's when you start having uh, collisions and people True. get hurt. I may or may not have peeved you um, in the last week or so, but anyway, back to you, Dave. Um, I, I'm just intrigued. Like, so you get into, you see this ad. Did you know that you're going to be building, you know, lights? Like, what does it mean to build a traffic light? I had no idea. I just I went to school for construction management at Missouri State, and the program's come a long way since since I graduated. And and I just thought I was going to work for a company and and just manage things. And I got to watching, seeing how it was how it was done from the ground up and and it was intriguing just like your segment says and i knew then it was something i wanted to do always wanted to do. I, I they are so technical they are so cool they provide such a useful function to to all of us every day and and it's a it's just a passion i have i guess it's yeah. kind of kind of brings it full circle like you know you think why does everybody why did somebody do that you know everybody has to do something and i think that's the something that i was destined to do so you guys are a locally owned company, Ewing Signal Construction. Uh, I love that locally owned. Nixa. Yeah. So do you how what how what area do you provide lights for? Currently, we have an office in Nixa and we have an office in Little Rock, Arkansas. So just those two pretty so, much areas. So we cover pretty much all of Southwest Missouri. Wow. I think uh, pretty much from I seventy South and from Little Rock North. So, so it's you, a pretty vast area. And so you're like working with like the Department of Transportation. They just know. Hey, call Ewing Signal. They're going to get us a thing over here. Like all these different traffic lights they need. Well, there's 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 lots of different facets with that. So um, we are a what they call a subcontractor in the in the contract contracting world. So when they build a highway or they build a street, there's a lot of times they'll need a traffic signal or street lights or something like that, and that will be part of the job. And we'll do that part of the job for you. Do street lights and stuff too. We do street lights and airport runway lights. So. Dang, that's like a lot of stuff. Because I mean, I'm yeah. just stopping to think about like, like how many? What percentage of the lights here in Springfield do you think you've done? Uh, probably in the last ten years, ninety five percent of them. Are you kidding me? Wow. Currently, probably a hundred percent of them. And then we do the maintenance for MoDOT and the City of Springfield. We are their maintenance contractors. So if somebody hits the traffic signal, knocks it down. They don't really have the forces or resources to go yeah. build that from the ground up. And then we will do that, and then they will come back and do the technical side of things. It wouldn't seem like traffic signals would need to be replaced that often, but do they need to be replaced or updated more than people would think? Or what do well, you think on that? You know, I thought the same thing, but we've done this 20 years now. We've, uh, Ewing Signal's been in business 20 years, and we've actually modified, rebuilt, or redone the same signal three times. But you think about it how much road work we've had how much uh yeah, explosion true. of growth we've had in, yeah. in the southwest missouri area where a lane went from two lane to four lanes and then went from four lanes to double uh left turns and every time they do that they have to modify the the traffic signal and, and so it it either gets bigger or in some instances it even goes away and we put a roundabout in and yeah oh, I'm, I'm, I'm still all oh, i hate roundabouts well you don't have to run a red light at that point. Don. I don't like you just go around true. a circle. That's I don't like true. roundabouts either. The though. whole yielding thing there. I don't is like so confusing. <laughs> okay, here's a question for you, Dave. You've been doing this 20 years. Approximately how many lights are in Springfield? Oh gosh, this I would think be crazy if you know this. By the I way. don't know it off my hand, top of my head, but I between between Modot and the city of Springfield, I think there's probably 
And somebody, if there's anybody from the city or, or MoDOT listening, they could probably email you. <laughs> this would be cool. Uh, probably six or six hundred plus. Okay, six hundred. I, th- I think the city has. I think one of them has four hundred, and the other one has the other part. So. And this is just crazy. That like, so tell me about the fabricating, like the poles, the like. Wait, do we like we're gonna go like the poles? Like you make those? You have to order those from somewhere? What's the deal with that? We we order those. There's a couple uh, manufacturers in the United States that build those. Um, What's funny about that is, is when you are building a traffic signal and time is, uh, time is an essence, uh, a lot of people think you can just go buy those off the shelf like at Walmart, and that's not the case. So no. they're, they're pretty special. Uh, there's two of them in the United States. Right. So here's the deal. Um, Dave Ewing with um, Ewing Signal Construction, intriguing jobs. I'm going to keep you around. we got to do a little traffic update. But you're, you're a good dude because you got a good business, a locally owned business that you run and operate. But not only that, I want to talk about even beyond that, you are a good dude. You're, you're very active. Um, you're very generous. And, um, and so you've, you've been partnering with me on doing something really cool. We're going to tell them about that after we get through this traffic update with Don Luzader. You're listening to Wake Up Springfield with Alex Bryant, News Director Don Luzader, and Producer Cass Bowen Anderson on 93.3 and AM 560 KWTO. Welcome back to Wake Up Springfield. Pastor Alex Bryant here. I'm with Mr. Dave Ewing. Um, intriguing job segment here. We've been talking about the job that he does. He um, They provide traffic signals for pretty much all of southwest Missouri is what we're hearing you say. Correct. And so you said here in Southwest Missouri, and and then where else where did you say you were going to? Um, we have an office in Little Rock, Arkansas. So you go like really from Southwest Missouri all the way to all of Arkansas, then really, huh? We are well traveled. Yes, I, I don't know what the square miles is, but it's probably fifteen twenty thousand square miles that we cover. It's crazy. So, um, I and we got more questions about that. Don has some stuff he wants to bring in, but we have on the phone um, line with us. I'm going to bring him in, um, Coach. Chuck Heppala from the Evangel um, University of Valor. How are you this morning, sir? Hey, I'm great. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Yeah. So, um, Coach, this is um, Dave. I don't think you gentlemen ever met. I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of set this up here in a little bit. But um, you know, um, I was I met Dave. Oh, I've known Coach for a while there. I went to Evangel, and congratulations on the wonderful season, by the way, Coach. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. We're calling that the Wake Up Springfield Blessing. We had you on, and you had a great season. Same with Coach Perry there in Nixa. I don't think you guys would have won all those games if you had not come on Wake Up Springfield. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. So You know, I'll, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> but anyway, so um, I when I when I met Dave on the campaign trail, and he's a good guy. He's doing a lot of good for the community here, locally owned company here, very involved with conservative and and really Christian, I'm going to say, um, principles here. He's just a good guy. And after my campaign, you know, he helped me with school board, and he's like, hey, just really offered, hey, if there's anything that you got going on, I want to know about it. He's just he's a guy that looks to do, I'm going to call you a do-gooder, Dave. I hope you don't mind with that. And so I was telling him about, or, or he got a copy of my book, was reading it, um, man up, and we and mentioned one time about Evangel. We were having a conversation about Coach, you over there at Evangel, not only are you winning, but you are raising up men. I know your football program had a great success, but you guys also um, went beyond that off um, off the field, and you guys had a chance there where I think it was like maybe 45 of your um, players that you guys baptized. Is that right, Coach? Tell me about that. Yeah, well, 40, 43, so we had 43 players. Actually, 40 were players, three were staff members, and, and uh, it was just a special, special day. And, 
And uh, honestly, it's something that we're going to be doing every year now. In fact, afterwards, uh, had a couple players come up to me and say, Coach, uh, you're planning on doing this every year now, aren't you? And I said, well, absolutely. So, and uh, so, so it's something that uh, it's just going to be a part of our DNA and, and uh, looking forward to what God has for us in the future. So now I want to understand this right. You guys, after practice once, guys wanted to be baptized. And so is that what, what happened there or what? Yeah, so what, what happened is, is every Monday we have either a devotional, like a, a position devotional, or we'll have a speaker come in. And so we have some sort of chapel service every Monday. Well, after one of those position devos, there was a couple players that went to a, a particular player of ours that actually serves as a youth pastor and says, hey, you know, there's a lot of us that um, – you know, would like to get baptized. We, you know, we're, we're saved. We accepted Jesus as our personal savior, but we want to get baptized. So he came to me and said, Hey coach, there's some guys that are interested in getting baptized. What can we do? And so, you know, he and I threw around some ideas and, and, uh, and then really it just came down to, man, we just need to have it on the field and we'll use the, the troughs that we use during fall camp. Like if a guy gets heated during fall camp, we have these troughs out on the side sideline that are full of water and ice. And uh, so that way it could cool down a player. And so we've always got those out there. Of course, when we did baptize them, there was no ice in there. So I'll say that in advance. So we didn't put any ice in there. But but we had two troughs out there. and We had about 12 guys that originally signed up. And we talked to them about, you know, baptism, how it follows salvation. And and really it's, it's, uh, you know, about being obedient. And then, um, you know, when when everything was said and done, we had a lot of players that just, uh, man, they said this is what they want to do. And so uh, so they either had our player, that uh, his name's Chris Atterbury, that actually serves a youth pastor, or there were some of our coaches that uh, that baptized him. And then even one of our coaches that his son plays for us, so he got to baptize his own son. That's so cool. So, you know, talk about a, a special moment. And, uh, and I'll be honest with you, there, there was nothing on that. We weren't trying to – gain notoriety we weren't trying to you know we weren't trying to do anything that was just just a spiritual uh you know form of obedience and and really what it did is is i believe in the long run god blessed us through the obedience of our team well i know that it went on that spark went there there are students around campus at evangel because your players are leaders and they had one in chapel and i think 30 or so students got baptized there so that's really neat now when i heard about that and you know i got this book and of course, I'd love to be able to give the book away, but the publisher, we got to pay for him, and so we can't do that. And I talked to a couple of people, and I was like, hey, this is what I'd love to do to continue the discipleship process. Um, these guys um, started their walk, and many of them are new Christians. Many of them are just on the journey. And when I pitched that idea to Dave, I mean, Dave, you without the, well, first of all, what was your thoughts on that when you heard that and this idea to get these guys books to help disciple them? I thought it was a great idea, and Coach, you did a great job over there. You know, and it's, it, I think now the where we're at in life, we we need leaders not only on the field but off the field, and not only, you know, at school, but when they leave school and, and start the journey of life. And um, yeah, me and Alex collaborated on that. Thought, man, it'd be a great idea to do what we're going to do today. So, so I pitched, I asked Coach how many guys he has about 125 in the program, and I wanted to get a book in all their hands. I couldn't afford it, and so Dave, being the do gooder that he is, has offered. Um, to fit the bill. So coach, um, Dave Ewing of Ewing, um, single construction, he's going to make it um, possible for every single guy to get one of those books, man up a guide to godly masculinity. Hey, and we appreciate that. I mean, it really means a lot, it means a lot for you to invest in our kids and our players. And, and, uh, man, it's, you know, it just, I mean, I become speechless on that because, 
again, we just like you said, Linda, we've got we've got great kids here, and and every one of them are on different journeys in their spiritual life, and and uh, you know just a book like this, you just never know, puts them over the top. You know, you just never know how it's going to impact them in the future. And um, we always talk about the decisions they make now in the college age impacts their future wife and children. And some of them don't even know who their future wife and children are quite yet, but the decisions they're making now certainly impact them. And we appreciate you being a huge part of it for our, for our young men. Yes, sir. So we're happy to do it. And uh, my son just, gra- he just, uh, he's a senior at Nixon. And I, I saw what happened down there with, you know the what happens off the football field and and you're you're resonating with that same message and uh again uh sports stops for probably almost 99 point whatever percent you probably have that figure better than i do and and life goes on and and the more we can uh set up these young men to uh represent our values uh keep doing a good job and uh we appreciate you and uh, love to get that book to you know get it get it over to their hands Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Can't thank you enough. Yeah, the cool thing about Dave as well, I mean, he's, you know, his like you said, his son plays out here in Nixa, very big supporter of that. We see some of the things, like, you just, just think about this, Dave, like the values that you're looking for in a worker. Don't you see sports helping with that, football and basketball, baseball, whatever? Um, speak on that, like, you know. Tremendously. I, I did some of that with, you know, I mean, give Coach Perry props down there. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's, it's so much more than just the sport. Uh, sometimes us as parents, you know, we get caught up in that. We get caught up in the wins and losses and, hey, did my kids start or not start? But what, not only just Coach Perry down there, but, but our baseball coach, Coach Hughes, and then, and what you're doing there at Evangel. I mean, there's so many of these, what I call figures that are preparing these kids for way more than just say a district championship. That stuff's nice, but, all that goes away, and, and again, where our country's at, and, and where we're going, we need we need gooder dudes. We need good dudes. That's it. So, coach, thanks for all you're doing. And uh, man, I'm going to bring um, Dave over there sometime to meet you, and um, we'll get these books in you guys' hands here in the next um, few um, uh, next couple weeks or so. But thank you for all you're doing, coach. Thanks for joining us. Yes, thanks, sir. coach. Yes, sir. Love it. Look forward to meeting you. And again, can't thank you enough. And appreciate what uh, both of you gentlemen do. Uh, for the community and obviously the kingdom as well. So, all right, take care and have a great day. All right, thanks, Coach. So, Dave, you're a good guy, man. It's been fun. Um, John, you got another quick question for him? About the- <laughs> oh, I just want to know about those flashing yellow lights. Uh, you know, they're kind of new to the scene. You think people are still a little bit confused in those? And and uh, how, how has the evolution of making traffic lights really changed over the years? I think it's it shouldn't be confusing because there's a nice little sign that goes next to them that says yield on flashing yellow. Mm-hmm. But uh, beforehand, it was always a green ball that said yield on green. And, and, and I don't know where in the engineering world, probably through the attorneys that came up that they seem to control the world now, uh, <laughs> that, that green meant go. So they tried to do the right thing and take a green ball that meant go and change it to a flashing arrow that said caution. And hopefully with that, it, it uh, educated the people to safely get them through an intersection and uh I think it's like the whole world right now. It's 50-50. Half of the people love it. Half the people hate it. Sure, but, uh, sure. Um, hopefully, go. as time goes on, we'll we'll figure it out. Well, thanks there for we all go. of your hard work and making those lights Thank happen. Thank you. So, um, intriguing jobs. Ewing Signal Construction. Thanks for being here this morning. Loved it. Appreciate you having me on. Hey, top three stores of the hour.